Is the whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? There's a pretty good chance he cries after sex. So it's Jojo and the two guys, and she's going back and forth. You're Brian Beckner, and no other person's opinion matters because the rules are the rules. Hey guys, welcome. It is the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. I'm your host, Brian Beckner, as always, and I am not entitled. I am not playing my kicker card from the bottom of the deck, as some people may have been doing on this week's episode of The Bachelorette. Also, I believe that I am the only one who gives a shit about the rules. We will get into this. Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? Joining me now, as always, Kate McManus. Kate, how are you? I feel like maybe you are a little entitled because I thought I was the host of this show. Whoa. Wow. Usurping my power. Well, you, you get to run it. I'm the host. You get to be in charge here in a minute. As soon as we introduce our very own other co-host, third Spoke in the wheel. Of course, I'm talking about the great Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Try host. Hi, all. Now, I don't care who hosts any show as long as it's not Arsenio Hall. Great point. Uh, okay, Kate, get it started. What happened this week on The Bachelorette? All right. This week, we open in Buenos Aires. Argentina. Do you guys know where that is? That's right. And JoJo announces, just like every bachelor and bachelorette before her, that this is the perfect setting to fall in love. Yeah, isn't it though? <laughs> every single time, every single time they show up at a new country, a new location, right? right. The producers force the contestants to say that. <laughs> you just have to, you have to laugh when you hear it now. Okay, so we're a little past the halfway point at this at this point of the show. Um, Chris Harrison then shows up, um, joins Jojo on a random park bench, and they have a chit-chat. After talking to Jojo, he then goes and meets up with the guys in the middle of some random square. And he tells them that this week there's going to be the dreaded two-on-one date, as well as a one-on-one and a group date. Right. Um, I don't For know the what- first time in the history of the show, <laughs> there's going to be two two-on-one dates in the same season. Right. A little, a little nugget of, of information that was interesting to absolutely no one. I don't know how many seasons I've watched, but I, I seriously, I thought there was a two-on-one date on like every episode. I didn't, real, <laughs> I didn't realize it only happened one time per season. I thought like once they went out to a location that there was a, they did a two-on-one date every time. Um, what did we notice? I don't know. Luke was wearing his army, like camo fatigue pants. Luke, on the- we've discussed before in the show, Luke has been in the shit in Fallujah. Brian, Brian tells me this every time Luke his, comes up. His service, while I appreciate it, and it is something I could never have done, you could tell that he carries some of the fog of war with him. He's got that thousand-yard stare, does also, he not? Yeah, he does. JoJo needs to... Be aware that he, when he's eventually, when they hit the fantasy suite date and every other time they might be intimate after that, yeah. he is not going to take those dog tags off. No. Also, 
There's a pretty good chance he cries after sex. Oh, stop it. What, what do you yes. think? Jason Stewart, do you think uh, so you think Luke's a post-sex crier? I think he is. Yeah, I mean, that. I think that just is probably the, the very tip of the iceberg of all this guy's emotional trauma. And the further she goes with him, I think the scarier and yet more satisfying it might be if she's into that shit, you know? It's, I, I think it would be, sh- at this point, it would be shocking if we didn't see Luke in the final two because she is into that dude. No she's, she's into Luke's passion. Yeah. Um, all right, so the boys get to their hotel where Chase announces he's never stayed in a hotel this fancy this before. This is the, it's par for the course for the show. Um. Then we have Wells. Okay, Wells is kind of the focus of the beginning of this um, yeah. episode. He knows he's behind the pack. He's the only one who hasn't had a one-on-one date with JoJo yet, and he's the only guy that hasn't kissed her. That Which all- is like, yeah, I mean, isn't, isn't that, I don't know what you thought, Brian, but like him admitting to a room of guys that he hasn't kissed her yet, I thought it was just like this. One of these things that you think and never say in company things. And then it just became the focus of the first half hour of the episode. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge mistake. Um, you never, you don't want to show any weakness at all. In You're in a, a tank filled with piranha. You don't want to show that you are weak and able to be chewed on. You need to show yourself to be fierce in that situation. And that was, that was a big mistake on Wells's part. Um, Wells, this date with Wells reminded me of um, whose season it was it with Cody. Remember that guy, Cody, Cody and the, uh, Andy Dorfman. And, okay. So this Cody rem- the athletic uh, trainer. Or whatever. Yeah. Yes. This reminds me of when, okay. So Cody was in a similar situation to Wells. He had not had a one-on-one right. date. Yes. And then he got the pity one-on-one date, which is the date where you get dumped. Totally. And basically, we all knew that that's what was happening Same here. Same thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So what happens on the date, Kate? Um, all right. The date card arrives. Obviously, Wells' name is on it. Um, she comes over to pick him up for the date, and Luke makes a joke about, um, like, are you going to be kissing her? Um, yeah, she right in front impressed. of her. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, that's real funny. Um, and so the, off they go. Oh, and the date had something that said, the date card, sorry, said, um, besame, besame. Right. Kisses. Something. It was, Muchacho. So it was very, it was very Muchacho? much. I don't it was, remember what it said. I don't even know what that means. It was very much Jojo a, pronounces a produced it, thing. Not, she pro- pronounced it um, besame. Yeah, she's not a, she but, Apparently, it was not spelled frenetically on the card. Um, I hated this date. They go to some like Cirque du Soleil type um, water show. Yes, it was very weird. And they're rolling around in this suspended water pool thing, um, which Wells describes as gorgeous, beautiful, and sexy. Yeah, to steal a line from Jason Stewart, right. he found it to be gorgeous. Jojo, the whole scene was gorgeous. <laughs> Jojo's waiting for him the whole time to make the move. So they're wet yeah. and they're rolling around together and not, you know, they don't have much on. Finally, he makes a move and they have a kiss. And it seems like things are going pretty well. But like we know deep down, JoJo is into meatheads. Yeah, she's... That's her deal. Jason, Jason... Athletes and meatheads. What is, what is JoJo? Well, I mean, she's a jer- jersey chaser. She's a we jersey know that. chaser, yeah. And Wells, Wells is far from a, from a jersey. And 
Can we talk a little bit about the Argentinian performance <laughs> art and whatever the hell that what was? was that? It had, I've already forgotten what it was you know, called. There was, was the that? water thing and the lights, but then there was some side act where you were on a permanent treadmill and you get shot. I, di- I just didn't quite understand where. I think it was called it, brute was force. Yeah, this is this is not this looked like the worst night you know, out I ever. I mean, I, two <laughs> seconds, like, hey, there's some hot chicks rolling around in water above me a little bit. I could watch that for like 30 seconds, and then I'd be like, was there an appetizer? Where's the bar? Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and we we knew Wells was not what JoJo likes. I like Wells. He's the the most intelligent of yeah. all the guys left, and maybe oh. of all the guys that were ever Probably there. Probably as the... He's the least of the. He's the least her type. He's he. There was there was three strikes that I saw. One, it started first. First strike against him was when he got winded and had to take a knee during oh, that, and, and then that had fireman in the fireman camp. carry. He had and he had to be helped off the field in that one. So that didn't go well. Then he was kind of doing okay in the football thing. But the, but at the end of the game, got his pocket picked by Derek, who went to the house for the pick six, <laughs> right. or, the, or the or the fumble, um, and then they get in the water thing, and they had obviously prepared to do the water to their hey you're gonna get wet, and instead of just having some regular boardies, some trunks, what's he wearing like long tights? He had like he had like men's yoga pants, tights on. <laughs> To, go, to roll around in the water it was a very, very odd choice of garment. There's no way she was going to pick him after that. Right. So they go to yeah. dinner. I mean, the, yes, Jason. The whole time I'm kind of, I'm, I'm pulling for, for him because I he, am too. He, he, yeah, he has a career in radio yeah. and I pull for radio guys. But then again, you know, if he is sent home, there's still the chance that someone else could become the first radio guy to go the distance that's, on The Bachelor. That's well. They would have to Opening go. The door for you, I mean, too. they would have to to scroll back to my all time favorite season, the Byron Velvic season, when that when the show from like nineteen ninety four. Yeah, when the show skewed a little bit older. <laughs> if they're if if our very own Jason Stewart mm. is going to make a run on The Bachelor, they need to do a little bit, just a little bit older version. Uh, yeah, so they, they hit the date, and I, I agree. I, I like Wells the best too. He's Seems like a nice guy. He's definitely not like a meathead dumbass like the rest of these guys, but that's not what JoJo likes. And I like that he hadn't kissed her yet because he hadn't Mm -hmm. had a proper date with her. He's not one of those guys that just sits down in one of those like five-minute like chats on a group date and like goes in for the kiss. Yeah, unlike Aaron Rodgers' brother who's who's borderline raping her in the corner, grabs her, throws her against the wall. I mean, he's like Clark Gable, he thinks. And it's... feels very rapey to the viewer and I'm sure to Jojo. Um, so yeah. And poor Wells really tells her that, um, when today was the beginning of his journey when he kissed her, everything changed. Yeah. It just more, just more sealing his fate. Basically trying to tell him that he's in the friend zone and is not moving. She gave him a friend zone hug. Like it was, it was a clear friend zone situation. She did not give him a rose. So poor Wells went home. Yeah, always kind of hard to get to the no rose on the one-on-one. And then I'd like to talk about, for me, the most cringeful part of this episode. Yes. was the montage. I don't know who's directing this show this season or what the fuck they think is going on. Mm. 
But basically, there was this montage of JoJo. She goes back to that horrendous um, show. Oh, very weird. Art. Yes. yes, the performance art, um, brute force. I think it's called. She goes in, and it's all kind of staged because she's kind of the spotlights on her, and all the crowds kind of like. You know, she's got her own space. The crowd's moved back and it's kind of like set to music. And, yes. And then the room that they're in, it starts raining inside the room. And she kind of looks up Awful. and like she's, you know, being rained on in her like, you know, sequin outfit. Like, why would she and go back to that place? What the fuck was that? Why would she? Her date was over. Why would she return there? And then she gets there and somebody sets off the fire sprinklers and it starts pouring <laughs> down rain on everyone inside. I don't and everyone what, seems to love it. I don't know what I was oh, watching. Oh, there's water pouring on. It there's was awful. Awful. There's dirty uh, Argentinian water pouring on me right now. And, and and a bunch of dirty Argentinians yes. dancing, Argentines. Well, yes, rub, wanting to rub up against her in a in a show that it has a lot of cheesy scripted uh, garbage. That scene was made. You're right, cringeful is a good word for it. But like the most staged and unnatural scene in the history of the show. If if you're gonna keep me up till 10 yeah. p.m., the director was attempting to be cinematic, and I yes. don't really no. understand like what the, what the purpose was. But there was the, no. It didn't drive the story except to like. I mean, we get right. scenes of JoJo sad after bummed out after she sends but, a dude home, but like this was like next level. They gotta fill time. If these guys aren't gonna let their hands go on each other in the suite. They got to fill time because there's not enough conflict to fill the two hours. Well, it was awful. We had some, and and we all know what happens. I mean, the the reason for all this. Why do you spend the first forty five minutes on a stupid kiss and then some stupid ass Argentinian performance awful. art montage? The lack of Chad. That's yeah. what the show. Great the, point. The show is hurting. Excellent point. Chad. Seriously lacking for Chad. Just a quick segue. Now that we're on to Chad. Jason, did you see, I know Brian did, that Chad went after and is now dating Robbie's ex-girlfriend, the one that he broke, the, yeah. had a four-year relationship with and broke up to yeah. come on the show. Yes. What? No, I did yes. not read it. Yes. Yeah. I'll send you the article that, tomorrow. It's pretty that's great. awesome. It's pretty great. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's very genuine. It has nothing to do course. with being vengeful or anything. No. Um, so next up, we do have some manufactured um, drama. We have a right reasons situation yes. brewing between Jordan, who does seem like a bit of a fame whore. To, I, feel, to me. I feel like I this feel is like our he, first right reason situation of the season. Yeah, yeah. I thought there. I thought maybe earlier there was a there was a brief right reasons issue with Derek at some point, but this is our first. Full James, blown. who is Jordan's buddy, someone is, is not there for the right reasons. Feels yeah. like he's not there for the right reasons, mm-hmm. and I. I also think that Jordan is not there for the right reasons. I feel like he wants a broadcasting career and yeah. basically is using the show for his TV right. reel. No so anyway, doubt. so what happens? Um, we go to the next the next day. We've got the group day. We've got Robbie, Luke, James, Jordan, Alex. And Alex, I think, we is, is the Tyrion Lannister of he's, the group. He's quite a bit shorter he's, than the rest of these dudes. He's a teeny tiny and he's. He is not a jock. I mean, he's Jason. Do you, do you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, <laughs> do I watch Game of Thrones? Come on, of course. He okay. Does. And that, what, by the way, you need to I, laugh at my jokes, or I don't know if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. No, I, 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 I was, I was thinking that you maybe there was a subtext, <laughs> like he's devious or smarter than. No, the rest he's of, just he's no. weak. He's just weak. Yeah. He's just weak. Yeah. Um. Okay. So James Taylor's um. He starts talking a lot about he how he feels like he's the odd one out in the group. 
doesn't feel like he's sexy. He's not buff. He's not sporty. Nope. So he really kind of bangs on and on about that for a while during this date, which is a group. Which it, the group date is a street soccer game. What what right? What, what we're all a little naive to at this point is James Taylor is playing the game. Yes. He is, he is uh-huh. in the game and he's, and he's looking around and he's going, look. Who's my main competition I didn't, here? I didn't play D1. I wasn't in the shit in Fallujah. Yeah. I can't bench 325 like these mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> I can't deadlift 375 like Brian Beckner. I got to get out there and play the game a little bit knock off some of these top contenders, knock them down a notch to get myself and my guitar back up there. And how does he do that? He uses his genuine yeah. nice guy yeah. shtick. You come at the, the king, you best not the miss. Oh golly. The yeah. oh golly. Yeah. Oh shucks. Oh golly, oh shucks. someone. Yeah. And by the way, yes, Jason. Could we, could we uh, maybe draw a little bit of, of uh, shed a little bit of light on they go to Argentina, Buenos Aires, the, you know, the, the, uh, the country that needs to be profiled for tourism and everything else. Right. After they went and, to Uruguay. And they, and they go to um, a concrete uh, crap hole of an inner city corner that you could find anywhere in the Bronx mm-hmm. or any inner city so in this country. Though, and they play concrete soccer. Yeah. That's right. What was up with that? That's a really good point because the goalie was going all Jorge Campos, diving all over. Diving on concrete. Diving on the ground, like kick save and a beauty, like really laying out. And he, I mean, he was not employed by the show. He was just playing a pickup game in a, a, is there no grass in Argentina? Argentina? That's the group date that they play. Yes. Play a little soccer. Also, who gets a who gets a, a ball by this this goalie? Right. What was who the past him? <laughs> Pretty much what, everyone. No. What was the budget James. for the day? Seven dollars. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was a very very weak date, and it should be noted now that you bring it up that in in the course of play, Jordan gets a goal, and in a very curated Jordan move, pulls yeah. the shirt up over the head oh, yeah. to expose his he abs feeling himself then pulls his shirt back down and quickly fixes his hair yeah <laughs> jordan jordan will never love anything as much as he loves but his it hair. totally works because jojo who jason stewart jojo is what jersey chaser she's a jersey chaser she bumps in to aaron Rodgers' right. brother at some point and she goes oh your abs are so yeah, hard your stomach is so God, hard it hurts so it hurt. was yeah. so hard it's painful <laughs> okay continue kate all right um so they play the sad game of concrete soccer then they <laughs> yeah and they go to the the cocktail, you know, the nighttime part of the, well, the it, group day. It goes to penalty kicks, and of course, right. the guy, the the guy who's prefaced the whole date by saying, "I'm not a jock like the rest of these dudes." Yeah, he I'm gets just, one by the I goalie. I just like to play my guitar right. and all that. He's the only so one that unassuming. scores a PK. Yeah, I feel like he 
fuck you over in a game of pool too. He pretend like he doesn't know how to play. Despite a bribe by Robbie, only to be stoned at the gate by on a beautiful <laughs> kick save by the goalie who who likes to lay out on concrete. Okay, continue. All right, so we get to the like evening portion of the date, and first up with JoJo is Luke, and Luke, I. I almost can't watch them together because he's yeah. so he's almost he's too into her. And so they have this like <clears throat> Hold on. Quickly, before we get into this. Luke is about, I don't know, six four. Oh. Um he's he's got he's they've made a big deal out of the size of his chest. He really reps out a lot of push-ups. He reps packs. he reps out a lot of bench press. He's really styling that chest quite a bit. Yeah, tight shirt. And yet his jacket is a girl size small. Right. Like there's no way he's a skinny guy, but there's no way if they got the Hadron Collider, they would not be able to pull that zipper close enough to get it zipped <laughs> up. There's just no way. Okay, continue. Um there's so there there's these two are making out. Like really making out, and the camera is yeah. like an inch from their She's, face. Yeah, JoJo's doing like porno tongue. Um, there's a lot of tongue. At they re- they need to get a room. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like after like ten seconds of no. that, I was like, all right. She is like into this is this is moved to the soft it. core porn. Yes, she's feeling it big time. And it kind of hit me that as I'm looking at him, look at her. And how disturbing um, this could possibly get. <laughs> I flash back to the tease of last week when they had her saying goodbye to someone at the final rose ceremony or whatever. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe, and this is just a theory. I'm not a spoiler guy at all. I, I'm thinking maybe she realizes at some point along the way that if she doesn't choose him, he's going to kill the other guy. Great point. With a, with, with one of his, and that's why she's cutting Jordan at the at the final or, rose. Apparently, or he'll he's going to kill himself Wh- while he's making out with her. Though I couldn't help but look at him and see him, like sort of go to another place, hearkening back to that raid they did in Fallujah that one time where they accidentally took out a whole nursery. Yeah, well, they were, when he walked into the uh, nursery and. The natives had gassed all the children. Right, right. He's he's hasn't gotten over that. Okay, yes, Kate, continue. Um. Okay, then we cut back to the hotel. The two-on-one date card arrives for Chase and Derek. There was a lot. I was concerned about this two-on-one date. There was a lot of mentioning of the two-on-one, and then do, what? What did the cards say? It's like I'm gonna. It's like you guys are gonna spit roast me no. today, or it was very like suggestive the whole time. This is a two-on-one. Yeah. I, I really felt was like it? there was like there was an sort of intimation of, of a menage a trois. I don't about remember, to but. Derek and Chase are to me are basically the same guy. With yeah, different they're hard hair. to tell apart. Yeah, they're super bland. Not a lot going on. Derek's got the real big ears. Derek is the one that like reminds me a bit of John Krasinski. And Chase is real fucking dumb. Chase is so dumb. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Derek. Derek is like I think I said this in the in the first podcast. Like Derek looks like Aaron Rodgers to me. You got Jordan Rodgers' brother, and you got Derek who looks like Aaron Rodgers, but he's got far too many teeth for his mouth. And I realized a level of creepiness in this episode that I hadn't realized before. Interesting. He's he was he's delusional and creepy. And 
I couldn't believe that the producers did the bait and switch. You never see the storyline where the cockiest guy going into something doesn't get. It's weird. Yes. Yeah. What are the odds of that happening? So weird. Shocking. He is a little stalker. Yeah. You know, he still stalks her Instagram and stuff. Um, Probably DMs her. Chase did not do himself well Well, on his portion of the two on one. Before we get to that. Yeah. They're they're talking to each other about the yeah. upcoming oh, yeah. date. They're beefing. And Chase is really irritated that Derek is not taking it seriously. Where Chase, meanwhile, is basically says, I'm I'm going to battle. Yeah, going he says battle. we're about to go to battle. <laughs> and and he says the way the way he's talking about it is really irritating or really yeah. irritates me or something. Mm-hmm. When really the, you should be like if you're gonna go in and compete against somebody, you should be happy that he's not taking it seriously. That's that's your chance to come in and take care of business. So before we get into that two-on-one date, we cut back to the group date. James is now talking to JoJo, and he decides he's going to throw his good mate, his good mate yeah. Jordan, under the bus. James is playing the game. Talks some shit. He tells JoJo there is a side of Jordan that she's never seen before. Basically, that Jordan thinks he's um, a celebrity and that he's entitled. Um and she is kind of shocked. So he really goes for it. And this usually never ends well. Like people that throw someone else under the bus. Never. Never. But James has cultivated this like good guy persona. And he probably is a good guy. Yeah. But I also think that he knows what he's doing. Like he can be calculated. Yeah. So anyway, she... Uh, this always happens too. Immediately, she goes back to the group and she pulls Jordan away. Right, and she, like they're him. still in this. In, like she's just finishing talking to James, who is playing the game, and, and she, she doesn't goes, even hey, say can I talk like, to you? somebody. It's like basically James told me about the card game. Yes, and, that always happens. Um, she basically tells like, Jordan everything that James said. You could be a little more discreet, like say, "Hey, I overheard something," or I mean, you. She basically threw James directly under the bus and didn't even wait till he finished his sentence to do it. And she did that earlier in the season with uh, Evan right. and Sean, right? right? Just oh, great point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um. Oh, and after James tells her all the stuff about Jordan, like they they make out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he, but he, but he asks her if can if he, he can kiss yeah, her, which he's I like, think is he's like, what I'm a done pathetic throwing, move. I'm done throwing my yeah. friend on the bus. Yeah. Can I kiss you now? Yeah. Can I kiss you? Can I kiss you? Yeah. Ugh. Um. And the. When they kiss, real bitch I move. do not feel no. chemistry. Well, now that we've seen I her really kiss don't. Luke, right? It's definitely not as steamy as with Luke. Yeah, she was like she was licking his tonsils and like counting his teeth with her tongue. Like she was in there. She was down. She was in there, like he was in country in Fallujah. So, so JoJo pulls Jordan aside. Yeah. He's really pissed yeah. off. Oh yeah. Um, and she tells him. She says, "At the end of this, I want to be engaged." Yeah. And I, which I think is the wrong goal. Right. She didn't say, I want to meet the love of my life. I want to be engaged, which is, if, but, for those of you thinking about getting engaged, there's a, that's a red flag right there. But I'm only bringing this up because later Jordan says it back to her. I want to be like, engaged. Yeah. At the end of this, I want to be engaged. Right. And she just sits there like a dumb dumb and eats it up. Of course. So anyway, Jordan rejo- rejoins the other guys. He's 
he's acting like he's mad. Jordan, who also shops at the little girl's section yeah. for his leather jackets. His tiny little collarless He comes jacket. back and he's there's maybe like an eyedropper full of wine left in his glass. And he swirls and it around he is furiously. swirling it like he's trying he to heat it up. He wants to let it be known that he is mad. He is pissed and he is swirling the literal fuck out of that wine. Um, it's, like, it's like I there, there's there are countless things that I dislike about Jordan and he really just sucks. His, I agree. His I agree. walk and his hair and yes. but it, there's something He's about so him that's just not likable, right? Yeah. I can't can't even stand it. And so when when James was like when he I thought he was going to really kind of open up and talk about his personality and how fake he is and stuff, but like. I was underwhelmed by the story of the cards. Like that's all you got. Yeah. One, ex- one exchange over a, a rule also, and a card yeah, game. Yeah, don't be such that's a little it? bitch. I gotta be honest. Seemed as much as I dislike Aaron Rodgers' brother. Seemed like he was kind of right. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a poker player, but it seemed like he's like, oh no, he just didn't know the rules. Like I know the rules of poker, and he didn't, and right. I'm not entitled or anything. It's just those are the rules of the game. I agree. That's my point. It's I like yeah. there's so much you could say about that guy, and he just kind of chose the wrong ammo, I thought. Totally. Yeah. I mean, if I were him, I would have told her about the amount of time he takes to do his hair oh, every yeah. day. Like, I would be like, look. that's I something I would want to know. No one else is going to tell you this, but Jordan uses a blow dryer. For like 40 minutes. Yeah. And hairspray. So do you want to date a guy right. that takes longer to fix his hair yeah. before you go out that's than right. you do? And he How likes because you you know what I me personally I've I've he, I've dated that guy he does he does a super, it's not pretty he does a suit well you dated a guy that uses a blow dryer I mean I don't remember if he used a blow dryer oh. per se but he definitely spent more time than me fixing his hair before Jordan seems like the kind of guy that just right before he leaves on the date he grabs a couple like. 35 pound dumbbells and he just does a super <laughs> set of curls like 25 reps on each arm just to get a pump get a little vascular get those I, arms I, I so curls yes yeah and like i if i'm james taylor in that moment and i'm sitting across from jojo my main issue i think with the guy is i don't believe a word he says is genuine in other words everything he's saying on camera isn't what he feels. It's what would a guy right. on The Bachelorette say yes. to maximize yeah. my time on yeah. camera right now? He's very curated. He's very, he, yes, he, yes, he's very about he's, his persona. He's, he's not fake. a real person. What what James Taylor should do is he should start, he should be like, Jojo, I want to talk to you. Listen, I've seen fire and I've seen rain. And then just he starts everything with a James Taylor quote. That could be like his thing. Okay, continue. So this is the part of the show, the game show, because that's what it is, where the contestants all of a sudden realize that they're competing against each other and that they're not there to be bros. That's right. Um, Alex knows this. He's the only one that knows. Yeah, so the group date rose goes to Luke, who she had that um, hot makeup Who she basically fucked already, yes. So... um, We go back to the next, so it's actually, we go forward the next day. The two-on-one date begins, and worst date, they take a two-on-one tango lesson. So it's JoJo and the two guys, and she's going back and forth. Yeah, it's it's like basically the dance version of spit roasting. (laughs) They're they're tossing her back and forth. (laughs) 
I mean, it's it was very clear to me. Delusional Derek says that when he and JoJo lock eyes, there's fireworks. Yeah. Um. So we have this bad dancing, and then we go to the nighttime, and Derek takes a chance to tell JoJo that he feels like he's falling for her, to which she replies, I appreciate that. Yeah, boom, boom. That was it right there. Seal deal. <laughs> I appreciate that. Gentlemen, let that be known. If you announce you have feelings for a woman and they don't immediately respond, me too, get the fuck out. <laughs> Run for your life. Out, out, out. You, normally they're waiting for you to say that. If, if you say that and they don't respond in kind, run. And then she sits down with Chase, who is real dumb and a bit emotionally stunted. And she basically has to tell him, I need you to tell me yes. that you like me. Yeah. Derek didn't like dazzle in his portion and his one-on-one section of the date. No. But Chase did nothing. Chase, actually, he was like a deer in the headlights. Yes. He's the guy that's like, I'm going in there. This is a competition. I'm, I'm going, going to war. Battle. And then she's like, what do you think about me? And he's like, uh, or no, she goes, what are you feeling right now? And he goes, uh, like he waits, like waits (laughs) like 25 seconds. And then he's like, I don't, I don't know. Like the guy had nothing to say when it, when he did, he did what's always a good move. He, uh, she says, you know, the last time we talked, I didn't feel like you were reciprocating. And he did what's always a great move. Instead of starting to explain his feelings and articulate them, he started to argue with her. Right. Yes. Yes. Always a bad move. Yeah. And then in his interview, he's shocked that she was feeling this way. Right. Like he really thought he had given her a lot of like emotional reassurance. Chase did not have a good battle plan. Can we get the listeners kind of no battle plan? Can we give a scorecard quickly to our listeners who maybe aren't following the show as closely Mm -hmm. as we are? Robbie last last week just said i flat out love you yes. he right. says i That's love right. you a month a month into this thing and then when i saw to move forward to this i saw derek say that he's falling for her the first thing i thought was wow little does he know that somebody's already said i love you yeah he, he falling for you probably isn't really sinking in that's why yeah. she said appreciate really, it really under- <laughs> that's really a good point under- really underwhelming yeah and then chase to sum up his feelings says I'm starting to have feelings for you. That's what that was. That's what those were his words. Even yeah. less. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. She really yes. wants Chase to be someone he's not because he's handsome. Yes. He's good looking. Oh, yeah. She's but really he's real stupid. So as I'm predicted, starting to have feelings for you. And she's like, thank finally yes. you told me your feelings. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, now I can give you the rose without looking like a complete idiot. Right. Which right. is what she does. And Derek is gutted. Like he yeah. cannot believe it. Yeah, we he go put to, himself out there. Then we go to the second most cringeful scene Ugh. of the show, which is like JoJo and Chase serenaded by an orchestral accompanied rendition of Argentina's national anthem. What, Don't cry what, for me, Argentina. What the Argentina. fuck? What was going Intercut on? Intercut with scenes of Derek driving away, crying in the car as he talks to himself, saying things like, "Why the fuck am I crying?" Again, they don't have enough tape. They have to keep putting in these interstitial bullshit vignettes. There's no drama anymore. It's true. The, Montages. It's, it's some it's some woman named Soledad Pastorudi. Check you out. Singing that horrible uh, 
uh, Madonna song from the movie. No, that's and like their national anthem. Jay Stu, yeah, they yeah. love that song. Yes. Can't talk bad about that song. Oh, okay. okay. Love, well, they love it. I, I mean, that song sucks. Then it makes me feel even better dismissing it. Fuck that song. And oh, then, I like uh, that song. But sappy is sappy as he actually says, why am I crying? Why the but fuck I also, am I, I will crying? Give Derek this. I, I'll give Derek um, in a, you know, the, in the most sappiest scene of the night, the melodramatic line, Derek actually says to the camera, um, I'm Derek and Derek is imperfect. It was a catharsis for Derek. Yeah. yeah. Really? He's made it. He's yeah. come through He's this a better man. Yeah. yeah. We'll find out on the mental. All. Okay. What else, Kate? Let's get, let, let's wrap this up. Um, we get, we're get, we go, go into a rose right, ceremony. We go into the rose ceremony. Jordan takes Jojo aside. And this is where he really opens up about his feelings and says all the things that he thinks he should say. Yeah. Like, yes. Um, and tells her that he wants to be engaged at the end of this too. Right. And she is buying what he is selling hook, line and sinker. Right. Oh, it was disgusting. It like was I just, disgusting. Five I agree. Ago. He makes yeah. my skin crawl. Although a good listeners, single guys, good lesson. Listen to shit. Girls say, and then wait a little while. And then just say that same shit back to them. And they will eat it up. They love that shit. Okay, continue. Um, so at this point, it's really looking like the Jordan, Luke, and Robbie show to me. Um, Clearly. I'm really not into seeing Alex kiss JoJo. That also grosses me out. Makes me feel bad. Alex, Alex was okay when we needed somebody to go to battle with Chad. He, Chad needed a foe and all these guys were too much and, of pussies. Well, Alex and, is so marine. But now Alex is like, we got to do the right thing. And you're, hey, hey. This is what may, may the best man who for JoJo yeah, win. It's like what JoJo won. Calm down. You're on a game show, <laughs> so dude. Alex and James Taylor um, are on the chopping block. And when we get to the final rows, JoJo doesn't know what to do. So she makes this dramatic exit. She goes outside. She, she talks to Chris Harrison. She comes back in and a, 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 a butler with a tray with two roses on it appears this and so is, she can give them both the rose and prolong the inevitable which is that both of these guys will be going home soon am i the only one who gives a shit about the rules there aren't extra <laughs> roses laying around. You I have the exact number of roses you can give out at that fast point. And loose you can't just go, "Hey, days. Chris Rose, I want to get, I want to get Chris five Rose? more, whatever his name is, <laughs> Chris Harrison. I want, I need five more roses, and I need three guys from different seasons to come back, and all this bull. They're playing it fast and loose with the rules, well, and it's they have bullshit. Been for a long time. You got to vote people so, off. So what Alex, you're saying, what you're saying is that. Your rules are the rules. You're Brian Beckner, and no other person's opinion matters because the rules are the rules. The rules are the rules of the Bachelorette are the rules. They can't suddenly make new rules in week six or whatever it is. But you're Brian Beckner. That's right. I'm Brian Beckner, and I make the rules. So Alex knows that he got a pity rose, and he is pissed about it. Yeah, it's bullshit. He should quit. Whereas if, James is super excited. He's, he's bound by honor as a Marine to quit. I wish he would because I just I like Alex the most. He's so short. I liked him they did, back in the day. They had to he tease the me. crowd, right? They couldn't just bring out the two roses. They had to 
have zero roses there first. So both of them thought yeah. they were both being sent home, yeah. which is, which is my, you might as well do that and just cut to the chase. But right. no, then they bring in the two roses and it end, ended happy. I don't like when they end happy. Me either. I don't like it either. I don't like when they end with no rose ceremony or I don't, and I don't like when they end with the rose ceremony ceremony where they invent new roses. So no one has to go home because let's face it. These two guys are gone next week. Yes, that's my point. Alex and, home. and James Taylor. Okay, is that it, Kate? That's what happened. Are we done? Yes, we're done. Excellent job. Anything you'd like to add, Jason Stewart? Uh, no, but I, I do want to encourage our listeners to uh, to watch the episode after you've listened to, to our summary. It's, right. uh, the experience will be much better. There is a companion television component to this podcast. It's on The Bachelorette. It's called The Bachelorette. It's on ABC on Monday nights, and it's two hours. And if, if you feel the need, you could also watch that, or you could just listen to this. This is the main thing here. Uh, okay, excellent job as always, everyone. Jason Stewart, fantastic work. Thank you all. Kate McManus, excellent job. Oh, thank you. For those people, I'm Brian Beckner. This has mm-hmm. been... The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll check in with you next week. Until next week.